Hey, welcome into a special edition of Stone Cold Rose. I'm Brandon Strange, joined by Josh Jordan. Follow him on X at Josh Jordan 975. No Charlie this episode, but he will be with us next week when the new season of Stone Cold Strose podcast returns. That's next Monday, February 19th. So please make sure you're subscribed with us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast because 2024 Astro season, it has a special feel to it. And I want to make sure that everybody is along with us for the ride. Josh, I'll, I'll tell you why I feel that this season is special. And it's clearly not just me because Bob Nightingale put in his notebook this week, he reported the Astros season ticket sales are at an all-time high, all-time franchise high this preseason. Already 22,000 season tickets sold, which I think it's kind of wild for a couple of reasons. And the first is because, you know, this offseason by MLB standards has been pretty tame. Not a whole lot of uh, not a whole lot of headlines going on. Astros fans favorite punching bag. John Boy tweeted this tough time for us baseball lovers to be tweeting, quote, baseball season has officially begun and quote. When MLB is about as dead as it's ever been, as far as news and headlines go, desperate for something to talk about. I, I can feel that, actually. And then the second reason I think this news is kind of wild is because you would have thought that that record would have been set last offseason coming off of the World Series victory and not necessarily this season in which they fell short and quite frankly have some question marks if we're being completely honest with ourselves here. So let me ask you your opinion. Do you think this is just pure anticipation for this new season? Or do you think that maybe Astros fans feel like maybe this is the last hurrah for this version of the Astros team? I think that's certainly part of it, especially with Bregman and, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Verlander if that option vest is if he's back. I think part of it too is this is maybe your best chance to cement the dynasty with, with a third title here with, you know, mm. like, like I mentioned, some of these guys may not be back after this year, you know, a is only going to get a year older. So th- this might be your best chance. And now with hater in the back of the pen with Ryan Presley yeah. and, and a Brayu, I mean, that's nasty. So I think that's going to be fun. It's box office too. I mean, I think Jim Crane, part of the reason he loves Justin Verlander is he puts so many butts in the seats every time he starts. That, that, that's certainly part of it. And, and I think it's interesting, the Nightingale stat that you brought up, he also mentioned in Crane's first year as owner in 2012, they averaged just under 20,000 fans a game. They've already sold 22,000 season tickets. So That's wild. Yeah, it is wild. So Jim Crane has said, if, if you know, when the revenue's up, I'm going to spend. He said the revenue was up, that I was part of pulling the trigger on the hater deal. Yep. So he's keeping his word. He's adding to this team. And, you know, if you look at a lot of the odds for this year, the, the Astros are right up there at the top for, for the American League. Yankees a little bit behind them, depending on what site you look at. And they open with the Yankees at home at Minute Maid. So there's a lot of stuff to be excited about for this season. Yeah, and they came up a game short of getting to the World Series again and being able to defend that World Series championship. And, you know, if we're being honest, probably we as as a fan base probably felt that they came up short due to a couple of glaring things that were on that team. And I think Dusty Baker's in-game decision making is one of those things and Martin Maldonado uh, being your catcher. And I want to be clear. I don't think that Dusty and Maldi 
were negatives to ticket sales in the past. That's not what I'm saying. And I also want to be clear that I'm grateful that they were on the team. I think that as an Astros fan, I'm grateful to have them. I don't think that they win a second championship without both of those guys on the team. I think Dusty in 22 pushed all the right buttons. I think Maldi was instrumental in winning that 22 World Series. That said, we know the knock on both of them. Dusty with the lineups and the frustrating in-game moves, and Maldi with his historically bad offense. But it's not about those guys. It's about movement away from them, because I think there is an optimism to move away from the frustrations. Just a, a couple weeks into the season, and we were frustrated that Dusty was moving Jeremy Pena up and down the lineup. And then on the offensive side, I think there's just optimism about Yiner Diaz, because he, even if Yiner Diaz isn't the truth, even if he's not like some sort of offensive savant, I think we can all agree he's not going to be the worst hitter in baseball. Certainly that's going to be the case. And he's a good defensive catcher, too. He's got a great arm, and there's a lot of optimism around him. And I also think back uh, maybe why the ticket sales weren't as robust last offseason as they are now. Remember, you know, firing click right after the the season, after the World Series, they caught a lot of heat for that. You you saw articles being written about how Jim Crane was the Jerry Jones of the Astros and all the Bagwell-Lytic stuff. You know, people are worried about Brad Ausmus getting hired as GM. So there were some things that, you know, they let Justin Verlander walk and and go join the Mets. So there were some things where Astro fans were kind of like, I love that we won the World Series, but, you know, these moves aren't my favorite. And I think part of it, too, they completed the revenge tour, right? You know, it feels like they kind of closed that chapter of the book. They went and won that second title after, you know, all the the BS scandal stuff in the past. So I think a lot of Astros fans were kind of like, Okay, we got that done. (laughs) You know, like a sense of this story has been finished. It's been completed. So I think that that's probably part of it. And also, I think it kind of a renewed rivalry now with the Rangers winning the World Series. Maybe that's got some fans excited. And I think the schedule too, Brandon, the way MLB changed it, you get to see a lot of other teams. You don't see as many of your same divisional opponents over and over again. So I think fans are excited about that as well. You know, because we we do all these pre-production, pre-show meetings for these videos throughout the year, the story in 23 felt like an epilogue to a a bigger story. And if you are a, I know we're we're called Stone Cold Strow, so obviously it's a little wink and nod towards wrestling. And I'm the wrestling nerd of the three. If you're watching wrestling now, you know, there's a thing about Cody Rhodes and him finishing the story. The Rhodes family has never held the big championship. And so there's this big push for him to to win the championship at, at WrestleMania. That's what it felt like for 22. The Astros finished the story. There was yeah. a validation that was needed for the championship in 17. And regardless of all those back-to-back-to-back six straight at that time, six straight appearances in the ALCS. It felt a little bit like the Braves, uh, felt a little bit that 17 championship needed to be validated for some. And 22 was a validation. And you saw that in the media. The media, a lot of the media heads conceded that there was a validation that happened after 22. So 23 just felt like kind of an epilogue. And Josh, you hit on it, and I agree with it completely. You have a renewed rivalry now because, you know what, like New York was kind of neutered in 23 as, as being a real threat to you. I mean, they, they finished in last place, if I remember correctly. So they, they, were, they were never really a threat to the Astros. So you didn't really feel like there was that villain. You didn't have that rival. 
And now you've got something with the Rangers. You've, you've got something to where now you have something to go avenge now. And so I think that's a good storyline now. You have now motivation and you've got some young bucks, Josh Hader on your team now. you got Yiner Diaz behind the plate, as we mentioned. So this is some excitement. You know, Justin Verlander's back in the fold. He's going to start with you opening day. And I think opening day is a big deal. Look at, I mentioned the Yankees. The Yankees are kind of revamped now. They've added Juan Soto. So you want to talk about box office. So yes, bring in Josh Hader, bringing back Justin Verlander last year. And so he's going to start with the opening day. How about Garrett Cole versus Justin Verlander? You think anybody's interested in that matchup? You know, and you with, with Juan Soto? You can't beat that. I, I know they haven't officially announced it yet. Could it be Fromber? But I think we both agree it's it's probably going to be Verlander. He was your number one starter in the postseason. Why would that change? I don't think Joe Espada is making that adjustment there. I think part of it, too, in 22, did it almost come too easy? The Astros didn't lose a game in the playoffs until the World Series in game one. You know, so maybe now with it being a little more challenging, you saw Jeremy Pena look like he was going to be the next Babe Ruth in, you know, in those playoffs. And then, you know, he fell back to earth a little bit last year. So maybe there's some curiosity. What's Jeremy Pena going to look like? Is he going to bounce back? Our fans excited. Chaz McCormick, we've been told, is going to be an everyday player. So you yeah. don't have to worry about that, that stuff anymore. Yeah. So I, I think it's a lot of the unknown. Yeah. You know, we, we've been watching Bregman and Verlander and Altuve you know, all these guys win a crazy amount of games since 2017. This is a different version with a different manager. They just hired Dana Brown last year. So you have a relatively new GM. So there's just a lot of unknown. And if you're a fan, that, that's exciting to, to not know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think that's a big deal, too, because you, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, moving on from James Click and kind of how awkward that transition was. And we all know we don't need to relitigate that here. The poor decisions that were made in the absence of a GM uh, last offseason. So you have a really transparent GM this time around, too. You like know, we're seeing we, we get quotes from him that are really transparent and he's re-signed Altuve. So that I think reinvigorated the fan base. He's made no bones that they do plan to make an offer to Kyle Tucker and Alex Bregman. We'll see. Obviously, Bregman's the biggest question mark. But again, I, I, I kind of go back to the beginning of I, I do think there is a, a big possibility that this could be the last hurrah for this team, especially with you know Alex Bregman, who he's been the poster child. He's been one of the figureheads of this team since the first championship in 2017. He's been one of the faces of this team. And as we've seen, those faces atrophy off this team over the seasons he's one of the last big figureheads and so i do think it is a big year i'm really excited because we know what the possibilities are we know what he's capable of and bregman in a contract year yeah give me that i'm ready for that so we'll see that's going to be it for this episode of stone cold strows again i want to reiterate we will begin our weekly episode the new season starts on monday February 19th. So make sure you're subscribed everywhere. Charlie will be back with us. I just texted with him yesterday. He's really excited. We may have some new things in the work for you this season. We'll see. I mean, you just never know. So you're not going to know unless you're following us and unless you're with us all season. And we are really grateful to have you. So please do that. So please follow us. For Josh, I'm Brandon. Thanks so much. Go Strohs. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Stone Cold.